welcome to Philadelphia Flyers Weekly, your home for Philadelphia Flyers podcasts. WBME Broadcasting. Each week, we'll run down player news and franchise news for the Philadelphia Flyers National Hockey League Club. We'll also feature news from around the NHL and much more. Flyers Weekly starts right now with your host, Chris Smith. It's week 17 of Flyers Weekly. We're glad you're here. It's Super Sunday. If you're keeping tabs on the football season, if you're from Pennsylvania, you'd better because the Steelers are in Detroit this week. It's going to be a great game. Also on tap today, Super Sunday, the Flyers in Montreal at 3 p.m. That, of course, another good game going on. But this is Flyers Weekly, and flyersweekly at gmail.com is our email address here, and philadelphiaflyersweekly.blogspot.com is our homepage. Check those out this week. Thanks for everyone who checked in this week via email, all your comments and everything. Really appreciate it. Getting right into Flyers Weekly this week, the point. Uh, not a whole lot of new things to talk about this week as opposed to last week. A lot of the same things going on, a lot of the same things happening. Here's what some of the players had to say about some of the some of the issues this week. Turner Stevenson, after the Saturday game against the Rangers, he says the last two games we played against the Rangers were great hockey and two of the best games of the year for both teams. No doubt about that. Uh, Monday's game, a great game. Another come-from-behind victory for the Flyers in overtime. Uh, Yoni picking in with the game winner, and you can really see the effects of Yoni being back in the lineup. He's done a great job uh, coming back. Uh, but again, the Flyers still kind of down and out a little bit this week, and, and still struggling with some things. I thought that Saturday's game against the Rangers was a was a good was a good turning point. It was a very good game. Great goaltending by both goaltenders Resch and Lundqvist. Uh, a great display of, of of what they are really capable of. Two uh, definite Olympians right there. Uh, but I think it's a turning point for the Flyers on, on Saturday. And although they didn't get the win, they lost in overtime. I think they played a great game. It was a good game as far as creating good quality chances, I thought. And uh, we'll talk about uh, the chances that the team has created uh, in a little bit here. Here's what Mike Knubel said after the game on Saturday against the Rangers. He said, it's a loss, but now they go past us in the first place. The thing we're going through here, we need to take baby steps. This wasn't a baby step. It was a huge step tonight. We can all leave the rink proud with our heads up. We beat New York last week, but I would say we played much better today. That's, of course, Mike Knubel after the Saturday's uh, win against, or the Saturday's loss uh, against uh, the Rangers. One thing with Peter Forsberg being out again that I've noticed a lot of, uh, the, the, the Flyers' power play has really struggled again. 0 for 14 this week. 0 for 14 on the power play. Uh, again, Eric Desjardins being out. Yoni Pickenin just, com- uh, just, just coming back and, and Kim Janssen being out. Uh, combined with Peter Forsberg being out, I mean, that's your entire power play right there. Uh, so the team has definitely struggled on the on the, uh, on the man advantages this week. Also, I mean, they had a two-man advantage against Buffalo the other uh, night, I believe on Wednesday or Thursday. Couldn't make it, and couldn't make anything happen. Uh, so these are the things that, uh, that are really starting to hurt the Flyers a little bit, especially in these one-goal games that we're starting to see now. And of course, uh, the, the loss against the, the Sabres was, was a two-goal loss. They lost by two, but uh, the Sabres did have an empty netter. Uh, but you're seeing a lot of this, uh, a lot of the one-goal losses coming back against uh, for the Flyers here, and, and you're thinking, you're looking back at the power play. Not one power play goal this week was scored uh, for the Flyers. They score one of those, and some of these games could have a different outcome. You don't know in, in regulation. 
Here's what Hitch had to say after the Buffalo game. He says, when you miss the net as many times as we did, that's where the odd man rushes come from. We turned the puck over so many times in the offensive zone in the first period, that's where the odd man rushes came. We did a good job in the second, but too many odd man rushes in the first period. There must have been 10 times where we missed the net, and you don't even get credit for a shot on goal. The next thing you know, you're back-checking. The first period exactly the way they wanted to play, and you can't start on the road like that and expect to win. Kind of sums up the last couple weeks the Flyers have been going through right there. I think that's a very good comment, and it's a very good uh, a very good assessment as to where this team is right now. And you're starting to see the team create a lot more quality chances for themselves. I'll center out with Brian Savage and Mike Richards. Donald Brashear has also been joining those two on that line. That has been a very effective line, I thought, the last week. Mike Richards has had a couple great games. Brian Savage has created some good scoring chances for that line. I think that's one of the lines that really, really need to step up. Of course, with Peter Nedved out now, that line, combined with Jeff Carter and Michael Hanzus, those are the guys that you know. I think the team is going to have to look to to really step it up. And you talk about the chances that the Flyers have made. Again, more quality chances this week. They're they're getting better penetration to the net. I thought they're getting some screens set up in front of the uh, in front of the goaltender. It's a good thing to see. Uh, but again, slow starts in these games. First period has gone to the opposition in the last three games. And Hitch hit it right on the head. You know, when you're on the road, very very difficult to win when you play like that. It's always catch up all the time. The Flyers have done it. It seems like all year they've they've caught up in some of these games. They they should have been ahead in. Uh, but uh, I think it's kind of coming back to bite them now. The other team is getting the advantage right off the bat, and uh, the Flyers have been struggling trying to catch up in the second and third periods. We talked about the turnovers. They've been the story all year. Another another story this week, I think, has been the goaltending. Robert Ash played very well this week, and I thought we saw some really good goaltending from uh, from Ryan Miller in Buffalo. Also, Henrik Lundqvist had a great uh, week as well. So the goaltending, I think, is is pretty good for the Flyers. You know, you don't see Robert Ash. You see Robert Ash making a lot of great saves and playing very well. Unfortunately, the other the, the opposition, again, getting better chances because of the turnovers. And they're able to set up the odd man rushes. And you can't look at the goaltender and blame the goaltender in that situation. We've talked about it over and over and over again. The odd man rushes are what really kill the Flyers. And the turnovers in center ice in their own zone. Uh, we saw it happen a lot yesterday in the Saturday game against the Rangers. A lot of turnovers. Failure to clear the puck when they, when when it was it should have been an easy clear for the Flyers. They should you know when they're on the when, when they're shorthanded or when they're getting pinned in their own zone. You see a flyer player get the puck, and it looks like it's an easy clear, and they can't seem to do it. They can't seem to pull it off. Uh, so struggling there also. Getting the puck, clearing the puck when, when, when a clear is needed, when a line change is needed. Uh, the players have really been struggling getting the puck out of the zone. Here's what Hitch had to say on falling behind early. Another good comment here. He says, I don't think we need the Vision title game to motivate us right now. I think what we need is a better play for 60 minutes. Our problem right now is that this has been about 10 or 11 days now of catching games. He goes on to say, we're trying to play catch-up far too often. And that's a hard way to play hockey. First of all, it's exhausting. Secondly, it means you've got to open up the game and try to play catch-up all the time. It's something that I think, regardless of who the opposition is, we're capable of doing better things on the ice, especially starting hockey games. 
he goes on to say, I think there was a period of time where we thought we could just show up and win at any time. I think we've been stonewalled in that area, and now teams have gotten after us because of it. When we were on the road, one thing we did was dictated. Whether it was shutting a game down and allowing limited shots or playing the score the proper way, now all we're doing is chasing after the hockey game. Great assessment again by Hitch. You know, you couldn't say anything better. Yeah, I, again, when you're facing team, when you, when you lead the entire league, like the Flyers were uh, a number of weeks ago, they were they were the top dog in the entire league. Teams are going to show up and they are going to give you their A plus game. You look at some of those losses uh, over the past few weeks, and a Tampa Bay game was really the only blowout. I would say that that was shown by the score. The Flyers have been outplayed in other games, but the, sure has, or the score hasn't really dictated it. But you look at some of these other games they lost, like the Canadians game, uh, the, the Canadian, the, the, the Montreal game they lost, the, the Boston, the Bruins game that the Flyers lost. The teams showed up with their A plus game. They knew the Flyers were the top dog in the league right then. Uh, they showed up and they just outplayed the Flyers. And, you're, and again, you're going to see that. We talked about it a couple weeks ago. Teams are going to show up. They're going to give you their A game. Uh, the, some of the players who you wouldn't think would be stars of the game end up having like a career game out of it. You know, it it, it really is amazing to watch. And again, the, the teams just just showing up and playing well against the Flyers. I think hits you right on the head. You know, when 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 your things are going good. You know, you're you're going to probably expect that you're going to walk into a building and win every single game. And that road trip was was a fine example. The team did dictate. Uh, the Flyers dictated the tempo. They made things happen. Uh, but after a while, you just kind of start to take those things for granted. And maybe that's what we're seeing now. Flyers show up and expect to win, and uh, the other teams have a surprise in, in for it. Uh, you know, they, the the other the opposition have been playing great hockey against the Flyers. And even even you go back a couple weeks ago to that Pittsburgh game, the last Pittsburgh game. Um, on that Monday night, where I mean the Penguins really played well, the last is the second period and the third period. Uh, it's, it's those kind of things which the Flyers are really going to have to look out for. Uh, team like again, teams are just going to bring their A game against the Flyers. I think from here on out. Uh, so injury report for this week: a couple more players going down. Just doesn't look good for the Flyers. Nedved, Peter Nedved, went out on Saturday's game against the Rangers with a groin injury. Chris Terrian went out with a head injury on Saturday. Both of those players will not play in the Montreal game on Sunday. Uh, they will be reevaluated this week. Uh, and one can only hope things uh, aren't bad for Peter Nedved because since coming over here in uh, the Dennis Seidenberg trade from Phoenix, uh, Nedved has actually had a, had, a, had a point in every single game except for the Tampa Bay game, the blowout game a couple weeks ago, and the Rangers game yesterday. Uh, so Nedved has been productive. Uh, he's been playing well over 15 minutes uh Getting 15 minutes of ice time, over 15 minutes of ice time every single game. Uh, some games he's been getting close to 20 minutes of ice time. So he's been out on the ice. He's been he's been he's been taking shifts. He's been creating scoring chances. And uh, yeah, maybe looks a little bit a little bit out of place right now. But I think once he starts to really fit in, he's going to be an, an asset to this team down the stretch. Uh, so one can only hope that the injury to Peter Nedved is not that bad. Again, another groin injury. Um, and uh, Chris Terrian with with a head injury. I didn't see what happened there. I'm not sure what uh, what the situation is with Chris Terrian right now. Again, Terrian, one of those guys where uh, he'll uh, he'll take up a lot of ice time for the team. 
Eric Desjardins has actually been cleared uh, for full contact with the team starting this week. A very good sign. Uh, so Eric, I think, will be back sometime probably soon after the Olympics. I don't you don't don't think he'll be back uh, before the Olympics. So a good sign there. Uh, Kim Janssen just staying in shape, uh, riding bikes, still with the uh, post-concussion syndrome-type um, symptoms with Kim Janssen. Haven't really heard any new news on him. Peter Forsberg should be back this week. Uh, Radovojevich and uh, Keith Primo all with long-term injuries. As far as the Olympics go, well, the only thing I can really say about that, I'm a huge Olympics fan, uh, and we all know Peter Forsberg is still going to go and compete for his native Sweden, and we all know that uh, Simone Gagne, Darren Hatcher, Mike Knubel are all going to go, and Robert Esch, and Tara Nidamaki, <laughs> throw him in there too because he's now playing for Team Finland. Uh, all those players are, are going to go and compete for their team. One can only hope that uh, there are no reoccurring injuries over the Olympics, especially with someone like Peter Forsberg, your star player. You know, and we all can see uh, the effects of Peter Forsberg on any given team, uh, and we can see the effects right here with, with in, in Philadelphia with uh, with Peter Forsberg and uh, how how the team has struggled actually without him. Not saying that the, the, the Flyers need that the, the Flyers are a one-man team with Peter, but uh, he definitely brings a lot to the power play and the overall play. But one can only hope that I think with with these Olympics coming up, that the reoccurring injuries don't come back and haunt these players. You look at growing injuries with with uh, Peter Forsberg. Even Simone Gagne had one earlier this year. Robert Esch has had one. He's going to play for the Team USA. Uh, really, the only one who hasn't been injured has been uh, Antero Nidamaki. Uh, Darian had a knee injury way back earlier this year. Um, I guess Mike Knubel has been somewhat healthy too all year. Uh, so I like the Olympics as much as the next person, but uh, I, I've been hearing a lot of uh, a lot of negative comments uh, towards some of these players still deciding to, to, to play for their to, to, to play in in, in, in this tournament. Uh, Sammy Kapanen has backed out. I believe Kim Janssen has backed out as well. Uh, probably good ideas for those players. Players that need rest. I, I you know, it comes down I think to the player and, and whether really what weighs more on their conscience. Is it going to be playing for their team in a tournament to bring home a gold medal possibly, or is it going to be playing in the NHL for the Stanley Cup at the end of the season? You know, uh, just I, I think that players just need to go in into this situation with with the knowledge that look, you know, what is more important? What do they want want more of? And I think a lot of the uh, a lot of the front office staff, especially with the flyers and things like that, who have a lot of money tied up in these players, really have to watch. And uh, hopefully, the players are are careful, and uh, there's no more injuries uh, in in this Olympic tournament. So. Four games the Flyers have before the Olympic break starts. And, uh, of course, Montreal today, Super Sunday. Uh, Three o'clock start there. The Islanders on Wednesday, Washington Capitals on Friday, and then the Ottawa Senators. Looks like a hockey night in Canada on uh, Saturday, February 11th. And that will be the last game before the Olympic break starts on February 12th, I believe. That's going to do it for this edition of Flyers Weekly. We will talk to you next week after the Ottawa game and before the Olympic break. PhiladelphiaFlyersWeekly.blogspot.com is our homepage, and FlyersWeekly at gmail.com is our email address. I'm Chris Smith. Have a great week. You've
You've been listening to Flyers Weekly on WPME Broadcasting, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Make sure to join us next week for another edition of Flyers Weekly. And make sure to join us online at philadelphiaflyersweekly.blogspot.com. And make sure to send us your emails at flyersweekly at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week.